Cheers, everybody. Welcome to Fire for Effect Live 23 November. Fuck, man. I've been gone a long time. 10 days of hunting camp, two days home, 10 days in Mexico, five days too much, all spent on an air mattress. So I've got four days in my own bed this month. So I missed out on a lot of shit. There's Tara. How are you doing, young lady? Let's bring in the Blue Rocketeer. Just me and him tonight. It's going to be an interesting uh, night. Going on, man. Oh man, love and life. You know what, right? Fuck, I didn't. I didn't even want to go on tonight. I was like, "What are we going to talk about?" And then all this great shit happened. Yeah, which we'll get into in a bit. Yeah, not not too much to talk about. I mean, that being said, I mean, there's always things to talk about. Yeah, well, it's just well there's, how bad there's actually want, there's, right? there's a lot of segue stuff. It's it's yeah. not necessarily what people think. Uh, you know, first of all, I want to raise a glass. I don't break this glass out much. Ever, uh, very often this is an artillery glass this is the guns thank god the guns uh good friend of thank mine thank god the guns thank god the guns they came yep. come in handy from time to time and then yep. uh when when there's no war they want to get rid of them yeah anyways a good friend of mine uh, i haven't seen him in a few years uh passed away yesterday 30 32 years of service uh works at three can div here in edmonton on the base still still serving member had a heart attack died at his desk so here is to, uh, I believe he was a sergeant, Clancy Seamus Michael Harder. Cheers, brother. There's Valhalla. Stand easy. You're born. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, fuck. Uh, what have I missed? What I have I missed not not much. Now? I just want to say, like, you know, like you said, you know, thank God the guns and nobody likes the guns. And, and I, I feel it like as a sniper, nobody gives a shit about the guns, you know, during peacetime. And yep. I remember, like, before Afghanistan, you know, making fun of the gunners and things like that. But man, I remember being in Afghanistan and being, you know, in bad places, surrounded by even worse people. And man, thank God for the guns because everybody likes to talk a big game about fast air and bombers and all this shit. Man, they weren't fucking reliable. But buddy, I could pretty much key a handset and cry into the mic and be like, ah! and guess what? Target round. Like yep. those those gunners with those triple sevens were fucking surgical. And, very good gun. Very good gun. Well, it, it wasn't just a gun. It's a very good gun. But I think it's a testament to the operators because anybody can shoot a gun, but it it takes a pro to, to master it. And those guys in you know uh, you know out in Shiloh, what's that one horse? One RCHA, correct? Yeah, yep. I don't. I, I mean, I can't. I mean, I'm sure two horses just as good. But those guys in one horse in Shiloh. Those guys had their shit wired tight. Get some rock star forward observers, man. That was my thing before. Yeah. Uh, so when I, yeah, when absolutely. I still, when rock I was still doing artillery shit. Well, let's not, let, let's not forget shit. the boys on the on the gun line because those yeah, guys no, on the gun line are making it fucking happen. Yeah. So man, hey, to hey to to the guns. Here's to the guns. I love it. And actually, Saint Barbara's coming up this December third, which is the yeah. patron saint of gunners, miners, engineers, and anything. To do with explosives, so I'll be having a fucking party that night. Yeah, yeah, man. So I'm back. Fuck. Got I thought you were still in Mexico. <laughs> no, no. I got. We got back Monday night. It actually was a good flight, man. Nice. Um, I, I tried in vain to change. They fucked up my name. They did my full name, which I'm not going to disclose on this medium. Um. And I tried to change it because it would like they fuck with you. They don't let you on the plane if, if your name's not right. Yeah. So I tried to email Swoop because I flew Swoop. Yeah. I emailed them. I fucking, they want you to message them on Twitter. Oh, we're going to talk about Twitter in a second. Absolutely. Um, I called them. They said, no, we don't take calls. Fuck right on. Good. Uh, they said, go see the lady at the desk. Assuming it could have been a dude. Sorry. And she didn't they, they, them. she did not give a fuck, man. I'm like, fuck this. I've exercised due diligence. I'm just gonna get on that plane. So I show up at the thing with with the wrong name, three minutes, got a boarding pass. I'm I'm I'm, I'm at the bar. Actually, before I go to the bar, I'm waiting at the back. Dave goes up, my buddy Dave, who's my best friend. I'm moving to Mexico with him, my my best heterosexual friend. So <laughs> I, like, I, I like how you had to uh, right yeah no you got a caveat shit these days man so anyways dave is like the worst traveler on the fucking planet really like, go, going through airports he would rather be 
downrange on a bomb or or like getting it on with bad guys. Just getting shot at and blown up. Yeah, all day over going through an airport. And we, you know, I've known him since 2008 when Counter ID stood up. And we've been all over the world together. And he's just a fucking nightmare traveler. So (laughs) he goes up and he's there two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. I'm like, what the fuck's going on, man? He turns around, he just gives me the universal signal. So I go to the bar. <laughs> I go to the bar. So I, I go finish, to the bar. I finish my beer. I'm looking. I'm looking. Everybody's trying to steal his stool because it's it's a busy airport bar in Puerto Vallarta. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got his beer there. I got my beer. I'm, I'm about to give up. And I just as I crack <laughs> his beer and smash the lime into it, he shows up. I'm like, where in the where the fuck have you been, man? And he goes, I want to talk about it. Like all his shit was right dressed, but they asked him eight million questions. They had four people at the desk looking at the computer, blah, typing in stuff. I'm like, the guy can't win, man. My name is wrong. My fucking name is technically wrong, and I'm good to go. And this guy's shit's all good to go, and he can't get he can't get he can't get a boarding pass for like inside a half an hour. It was a gong show, man. So we made it back, but here we are now. Yeah, you're not on Twitter, are you? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> are you on any social media? No, man. I mean, you. I'm in a few like WhatsApp groups and shit like that, but I mean, outside of that, not Yeah, really. but I mean like Facebook, Instagram, no. all that bullshit. Uh, not only not only am I not on it, I've never been on it. You're lucky. You're very lucky. See, the only reason I went on Facebook, it came out in 07, and that was my first Afghanistan tour and I'm like oh this is going to be a great way to talk to everybody back home like one stop shopping yeah makes sense and then, yeah and then it turned into a cesspool of shit yeah. so I've been four years Facebook free good on Instagram because it's easy I'm, I'm that guy on Instagram that just posts pictures of my dogs and my food mm-hmm. and I use it to like promote what we're going to talk about on a Wednesday night and that's about <laughs> it but that being that being said, like I mean, you know, from a podcast point of view, all that social media is probably a good. Yeah, thing. and I was advised, well, you need to get a Facebook account. I went, fuck that. That's where I'm drawing the line, man. There's no see, she agrees with me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't disagree. She agrees. I'm like, I, there's no scenario on earth where I'm getting back on fucking Facebook. Not zero. Not a. Never so, say never. Okay. No, I I, I could tell you right on my mother's grave. There's no scenario. None. Fair enough. Um. And I, I can't stand Twitter. It's just a bunch of fucking assholes with two thumbs telling you w- what they think. You know, the keyboard warrior type guys. Yeah. It's, it is the worst medium as far as social media goes for fucking knobs saying shit. And if you, when you look at it, the only reason I have it is for this and this only. Like, I yeah. post nothing on there that it does not have anything to do with Fire for Effect. And uh, Lynn's. He's get your fucking Christmas lights up, buddy. I was going to get Ryan on the show tonight, right? Because I need a left wing pinko commie to counterbalance the, the core, the core content. Yeah, it's true. Um, we, we definitely need, not, we definitely need a pinko. That guy. He's from Hamilton. Ryan Lindley uh, is jumping on right now. I'm sure he's got everything done and I'm sure he's into a couple drinks. He's the, uh, host so. the, Sheep, the Sheeple Shepherd podcast, the Lynn's Report, a co-host on the Dean Blundell Network, and a lightweight drinker. Um, who the hell is this guy? Discord, great for making a fuck. I got to bounce some asshole. Hang on a second. Apologize to you listeners. We get these Russian robots. Go away, whoever you are. Okay, I got to send Ryan the link. Say say things to the people here. Keep keep the listeners entertained. Ryan's asking for a lot. Oh, of course. I mean, I don't really have that much to say. But well, you're uh, doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, where where should we begin? I guess this could like our be our segue into like one of the things we're going to talk about. And we've talked about it time and time again on this podcast, and it's uh, it comes back to uh, uh, you know firearms. I'm not and I'm not going to say the dirty word. Actually, I guess I am going to say it is gun control. Um, you know, and, and, yeah. and the government tries to say gun control, but realistically, is it, is it about controlling guns? It's, we, we have a, a, a cultural problem and it's the same thing, whether it's in the United States, whether it's in France, whether it's in the United Kingdom, if you have madman that goes around and shoots a bunch of people, like, 
well, know, let's, it, let's, let's get whether he runs him over with a truck. Yeah. Well, remember, we had the guys in southern Saskatchewan went around and like stabbed like. Oh shit! Like we don't have a it, it, we don't have a knife problem. We don't, we don't have a truck problem when people get run over. You know, when we have like you know drunk drivers. You know, nobody nobody uh, frame, uh, frames it as an alcohol problem. But the instant no. that somebody gets shot, well, now we have a gun problem. Well, that's not even let's 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 bring everybody up to speed here. So yesterday, Ashley, did he get his lights up? Yesterday, um, it was yesterday, right? Bill Bill C twenty one, and I know we've done this before, but there's been some changes. So the, yeah. the Liberal government made amendments to Bill C twenty one, which is I don't know the title of it. It's a fucking gun control bill. Yeah, and um, they added. A gazillion more guns to the list. Um, basically, anything that is a semi-automatic weapon capable of receiving a, a detached magazine is now on the list. So that yeah. exponentially adds the amount of guns that are that are banned. And we're going to dive into this here in a second. I'm going to yeah. bring up a, a thing. Um, this is from and the C CCFR website, the Coalition. Yeah. For Canadian firearms rights, which and I'm a member of. I, I was actually kind of trying to read through because I mean it it hasn't been released. I don't even believe it's out in the Gazette yet. But like from what I gather, not only is it semi-automatic magazine fed, it, it could potentially be. I mean, granted, this has to go through the House of Commons, it has to go through the Senate before it gets royal assent and it's actually made law. So like yeah. let's not let's I'm not trying to, you know, freak anybody out or anything. But um it, it almost seems like anything that's center fire that's magazine fed. Which is, you know, I mean, I've got a, a, a hunting rifle, you know, which is a, a Browning uh, X-Bolt. It's got a three-round detachable mag, 30-odd six. It's got a, a brown walnut stock. It's like the most hunting rifle of hunting rifles ever. It's like your grandpappy's, you know, odd six from Second World War. And moreover, I also have like a Lee Enfield, which also, you know, and my Lee Enfield was made in 1950 at the Long Branch Arsenal in Toronto. Um, so these have detachable magazines, but they're bolt action rifles, hunting rifles, for lack of a better term, and they could potentially be, uh, you know, outlawed because they have a detachable magazine. You know, so I mean, what does that mean? I mean, for yeah, me, maybe, for, maybe. I mean, we don't know. And the thing is, it, it it all boils, but it all boils down to messaging. So I mean, what happens? So let, let's assume, like like pistols and anything semi-automatic gets. Uh, 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 you know, banned unless it's prohibited. We we see what's happening in Australia right now, and they're, they're thinking anything that they deem that has a high rate of fire, a pump action shotgun, because you can cycle it quickly, or a lever action rifle like a cowboy, like a lever action, like a thirty, like, like, yeah, like an old thirty thirty. Like, yeah, they, yeah, that has a, that that has the, the the potential for a high rate of fire for a highly trained person. Uh, so now the, in, in Australia, they're going like, you cannot like pump action shotguns around the chopping block and lever action rifles. So where does it end? You know what I mean? It, it, it's one of those things. And to, and my, I guess my next point looks so like a bolt action rifle. You, if you take well, a bolt action, like I'm a sniper, you take a bolt action rifle, you put a piece of magnified glass on it. Now it's a sniper rifle. Now if the government was to take that and they're like, every bolt action rifle is a sniper rifle because it's got like optics on it. Well, now it's evil. You know what I mean? Yeah, so well, I mean, so does my, my 30 odd six hunting rifle. I got a Winchester yeah. XPR 30 odd six, beautiful gun for beautiful hunting. Gun. Um, love it. Let's, let's bring up what the CCFR posted. I'm not reading the whole fucking bill because it's yeah. just mindless. Too long, yeah. bullshit. And it has, it hasn't gone through its, its, its due process, as you said. So here's what we're dealing with. This is from the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights. Uh, this is just an excerpt, all right? I'm going to read this out for, for the people listening. Breaking news. New massive long gun bans brought by the Liberal-NDP-Bloc Coalition. Today, the Liberal-NDP-Bloc Coalition government broke the glass on a typical Liberal distraction tool. We'll, we'll get into that in a bit. Gun bans. Here's Mr. Ryan Lindley. With Canadians reeling from a failed economy, tripling of taxes looming, 1.5 Canadian million Canadians are using food banks, hospitals overwhelmed with six children who can't even get Tylenol, Chinese interference in elections, and of course a terrible showing at the Public Order Emergency Commission. The liberals needed um, the liberals needed the media and Canadians in general 
talking about something other than their failures. I don't disagree with that. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ryan Lindley. Hi, kids. Did you get those decorations up, buddy, or what? Well, look behind me. Obviously, they're up. I, <laughs> I like I, it. I love it, man. <laughs> Great. There, I took the whole day off just to get that done. Love it. As long as Mama Bear is happy, you're Listen, good to go. We're in Christmas mode. We've got we cranberry ginger ale for the whiskey. It's, Where did you uh, get that? Be a good night. Cranberry ginger ale. Can we get that yeah. out here? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, Probably I I've seen it at Safeway today. You can get it here. I don't know if if it does does socialist Alberta allow that now a day of handing out don't money? Listen, leave wheel tits alone. Wheel Where? tits. I, I I didn't know I didn't know she was such a fan of socialism after that announcement last night, boys. Did you yeah. not? Could you not tell that she decided to like shut her mouth because an election's coming and leave Rachel nowhere to go? Like I thought she was going to come out and go right wing crazy like she normally does, and obviously her handlers or that's probably not the right term, um, <laughs> advisors. <laughs> sorry, advisors. I apologize. Right, to right. Go, Political you, strategists. You fucking not cases that live in my province. Uh, <laughs> political strategists said, maybe you should just kind of go down the middle on this one. Yeah. Ryan, where, where, where are you right now? I'm in uh, I'm in Hamilton in Ontario. Oh, I'm going out shit. there in January. That's still on, just so you know. Good. So, Good. Hey, I, can't, I can't wait. Do you want a little, a little uh, like uh, political uh, info here? That I don't know if everybody's aware of it. But uh, so if you want to become like a card carrying member, say like the Liberal Party of Canada or the Conservative Party of Canada, uh, like federally, you actually yeah. have to. So you'll, you'll go online and you'll, you'll you know, you'll you'll pay your, your dues and, and you become a Liberal yeah. Party member or a Conservative Party member. Yeah. Um, now, if I wanted to be a member of like the Alberta provincial liberals, I have to go mm -hmm. on to their provincial site. Same thing with the UCP. Go on to their site. Now, funny story. If I want to become a member of the ND, like the federal NDP, you cannot become a member of the federal NDP. You actually go to your provincial NDP, you That's join right. the provincial NDP, and that gives you automatic access into the uh, federal NDP. So that's interesting because that means that Rachel Notley and the provincial NDP, they are staunch supporters of Jagmeet Singh and the... Um, uh, the, the federal NDP. And why this is interesting is because, um, say, like uh, like the province of Quebec, uh, for example, uh, they're, they're, they're a fairly conservative province. Uh, and a lot of times, and even in, like in places in Ontario, you'll see people, they will uh, provincially, they'll vote uh, conservative, but then federally, they'll vote liberal. You know what I mean? So right. you can have a, a provincial... You know, X party, and a you can vote provincially, you can vote X, but federally, you can vote Y. But in uh, for as far as the NDP goes, if you're voting NDP provincially, you, you're voting NDP federally. So, like Rachel Notley is essentially tying her horse off to Jagmeet Singh, which I don't think is going to do her any favors politically, not in Alberta anyway. But I'll, I'll tell you, I, I, I agree, and I'll tell you a funny story. Um, my if if I was actually able to put my byline here. Um, it would be former, uh, riding director of the federal and provincial NDP here, <laughs> just so you're aware, full disclosure. Oh, you, you were, um, and I resigned when that rule started and it was because of the fact that, uh, money that we were pulling for our provincial candidate, um, all goes into a pot. Whereas the donator thinks they're donating to John Smith, provincial NDP. And next thing you know, your money is actually going to Jagmeet Singh yeah. and maybe some to John Smith. So I, uh, I didn't like that. I didn't like how, uh, it was, it was technically, uh, above board, but wasn't really advertised that way. So unsuspecting party donors didn't know. So same thing, you could like your NDP provincial candidate and not like your NDP federal candidate and you could vote separately. That would have been fine. But the disclosure thing really bothered me and I resigned my post and uh, that was, yeah, two years ago. So 
That's and and you know what? I don't have like obviously like federally right now. I I'm a, not a big fan uh, of the liberals. That being Man, said, neither like am I. the ND, the NDP, both both federally and and provincially, you know, across Canada. I mean, I've never voted NDP. That being said, I've always had a uh, s- some some amount of respect for the NDP. Uh, I mean, back where I'm from in uh, St. John's, Newfoundland, I believe St. John's East, uh, we had a um, uh, an individual there. I can't remember his name to save my life right now, but uh, he'd been a long time NDP. Uh, you know, a great guy. He'd always been elected in, I believe, it was St. John's East or St. John's West. I can't remember. And um, yeah, and he was he was a highly respected guy. So, mm-hmm. but now, uh, like the, the NDP used to kind of be like they used to be like tied in, say, with the unions, and they were you know about the working class people and yep. things like this. But now, like I mean, these guys are lockstep with the liberals, and it, it like it, it's kind of interesting to see like the NDP. They don't give a shit about the working class people. Like they 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 masquerade like they do, but they're more in line with the liberals, which I, I think they cater a little bit more to the wealthy. Just saying. I I it's it's definitely not Jack Layton's party anymore. No, uh, Jack, and, and you know what? That Jack, was Jack, my guy. Got, got Taliban the, Jack, love yeah, them. At the, now at the time, love ta- at the time, Taliban Jack. I agree with you, Chris. I did not like Jack Layton, but now hindsight's twenty twenty. I have a lot of respect for Jack Layton. He now took the party. Yeah, they too. were the official. I, I they were the official opposition. There's a lot of and things the thing that, is he, is that he, the ND, like the NDP scumbags of today. Jack Layton is rolling in his grave because I think now I agree. Jack Jack Layton yeah. was an honest man. He was there for the people, and yeah, and I never thought I'd ever say these things in my life, but yeah, I you know Jack Layton's turning his grave, and I wish we had an honest politician like Jack Layton running the NDP right now because if so, I think they'd be. I think we'd be in a lot better place. I, I think yeah, they'd absolutely. be further ahead and, than the liberals. And, uh, I really Jack, do. And uh, Jack Layton, God rest his soul. Yeah, yeah. Cheers to Jack Layton. Here's Jack Layton. Yeah. yeah. No, I and agree. I, and, I agree. And and I'm a and I'm a right and I'm a right winger. So I. And, but, and the funny thing is, but I think by today's standards, people might even call Jack Layton a right winger. I'd say he's he's right of center, or he was center right. He was very centered on, and he was that Labour Party guy, right? Which he was. which would have which would have meant he was. Um, I don't want to. I hate the word socialist, and I, I I use that as a joke with the Danielle Smith thing with her handing out money like it's Doug Ford and license plates in Ontario right now. But um, <laughs> we we were really pissed, uh, and this this go around, I swear, I thought for sure we were going to see Mike Layton, Jack's son, um, run. Really? And yeah, so we're, and it was. We're, we're, where's he right now? Like, he's in Toronto. Story? Yeah, he's a, he's a Toronto guy, right? So he was on uh, city council in Toronto, and we thought for sure. Oh, that's really? The, you know what? Man. Because An- Andrew, even even provincially, would have been great because Andrew Horvath stepped down, became <laughs> our mayor here in Hamilton now, um, and it left a, a a wide open gap in Ontario for the NDP. And if anything, put your put your hat in the ring as you know your jack layton's kid would have been yeah. great all good hey, and then look, all, then look, all look. of a sudden you could maybe oust jagme and don't get me wrong jagmeet singh is a nice guy and i'll give you that Ooh, he's a very listen, nice, nice human being that's exactly nice it Do you know who else is a really nice guy when you meet him doug ford doug ford's yeah, a nice he guy probably is i like to go party with his hey, doesn't right, mean we, shit anyway. me and chris we, we, we've had this conversation before and now, granted, I mean, you know, the the world isn't the army. Actually, but the yeah. worst thing you can say about a guy, especially for me in the infantry, if I he's say a nice guy, he's a nice guy. The first thing, if they leave with, he's a nice guy. I'm like, this guy sucks. It's like, like a, yeah, it's just like hash. It's just like yeah, good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, good man. for you. Like, do you know, good for you. Do you know, Chris? I'll be like, yeah, he's a terrible fucking prick. If somebody said to me while I was in uniform. If they said, well, you're a nice guy, I would have turned around and said, what the fuck did you just say to me? Like, <laughs> Would you call me? A, call me a cunt. That's fine. <laughs> but if you say I'm a nice guy, fuck, I'm going to fucking bang you out, man. If, man, if this, if, if, if Mike Layton is like half the man that his old man was, like, I mean, look at what Justin Trudeau did. I mean, that guy's fucking useless. And he wrote in on his dad's name. If Mike Layton could write in on his father's name, but he could like maintain his father's legacy. Which I, I I disagreed with his policies, but yep. I didn't think Jack Layton was a scumbag. I just yep. disagreed with his policies. 
right? I'm I'm running I'm running out of and it's funny that you say like the way you said like Justin Justin Trudeau is a scumbag. Um I used to I'd say 2 years ago I would have I would have countered you and I would have just said, you know what? I'll be right Aside back. Aside from hang on, listen though. Uh, let me finish. Aside no, you from finish, I'll be right back. Oh, okay. okay. Aside aside from this, um, what about blah blah blah? And in the last two years, I'm having a real hard time defending the guy when it comes to policy that uh is is in it's almost it's almost and I, I hate to use it as it's because it's very cliche, especially with the discussion you guys are having with C21, and it's very hair trigger and it's very um almost poll related or Twitter, like Twitter atmosphere related, like, like taking a temperature from, from a social media, uh, group to, to write policy, which is not a smart way to govern. Um, and I'm having a hard time defending, like, and don't get me wrong. There's lots of things I will defend him on. I'll defend him on his, uh, the, the response on COVID, you know, numbers are numbers, numbers don't lie. He's, he, he, he did. Okay. I'm not going to say he was great. I'm not going to say he was shit, but it okay. Um, the, 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 this EA thing, I'm, I'm, I was totally for that right from the, 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 the gecko convoy was a bunch of bullshit. We've, we've pulled out so many receipts about that. So yes, very current in your face issues that we're talking about. And, and that's what gets me when pundits are on, I'm talking about him. We're, we got to look at a bigger picture. He's been around for a lot of years now. So let's look at the problems and the you can't just you can't just table these as he's a great prime minister. Ah, oh, is my favorite prime minister. I love him. You can't do that. It's not it's so not fair let's, anymore. Let's you utilize know? that because we started with the NDP. It's completely segued off the conversation. And the conversation tonight is not about the guts of Bill C-21. I don't give a fuck about that. That's not what we're okay. talking about. So if any gun nuts are watching this, it's not about that. My question for you guys, or to, or to mm. ponder, is do you think that, is there a chance that Bill C-21, based on the timeliness of its release, is another deflection to steer the conversation away from the failings or the issues from, or situations that the Liberal a, government is currently From everything? In? From everything? Call it what you want. So that's what I'm throwing out there. Is this another deflection? To say we're going to ban all these guns, and then um, PP steps up and goes, "I'm pro gun," and, and, and completely smoke and mirrors and deflects away from the fact that Mr. Trudeau is in the hot seat on Friday. The whole Emergencies Act inquiry, a public inquiry, mm -hmm. by the way, is not going the way they wanted. He's, he's in shit with whole RCMP, you know, political interference based on the Nova Scotia shootings. Fuck, goes on and on and on. So that, that's my question to you guys: is do you feel like he's creating a deflection with this versus the guts of it? Uh, just to some degree, I, I, I think he is. Because we've seen it time and time again. When something shitty happens, they try to deflect. So I, I, to some degree, I, I, I think so. That being Which, said, to be I fair, mean, all politicians do. All politicians do. And and like I said. Everything's, everything's up for grabs. Sure. Everything, everything's, up for, yeah. everything's up for grabs. But I, I think, like, like I said, in Canada right now, like, like, uh, like PAL and our PAL holders, there's about 2.2 million of us, of 40, you know? Most people have no idea. Like, if you're not a, a PAL holder, an our PAL holder, uh, Ryan, do you, do, you have a, do you have a PAL or an our PAL? I let, mine, I let mine lapse when it was still, uh, it was still the old system, and then I never, I never, okay. because I don't go, I don't cunt anymore. I don't use, I don't use anything, so I, everything fair is. Enough, fair enough. But, so there is definitely have, not any guns in my house, though. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm so, like, an, but, I'm but like my, I guess my, my only on point with that Lundell question. Network. Yeah, my my only uh, my only point with that question is that that you you have an understanding of what it takes and the background checks and the hoops you have to jump Absolutely. through in order to legally own a firearm in Canada. Yes, sir. And I, I believe there was a, a while back there was a, a conservative member of Parliament that said, "Hey, if you're going to be uh, like if, if 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 as as a liberal member of Parliament." If you are going to be on any type of committee involving firearms, you should have to have a pal and an R pal. And the liberals got their backs up. They're like, that's bullshit. Not a fucking chance. And I'm thinking, like, how can you 
make laws and how can you change laws when you don't even understand? You have no basic understanding of what the average Canadian has to go through to obtain a, a PAL or an RPAL so they so they so that they can simply own a bolt action rifle to hunt a deer with. You know? I yeah, mean there's a couple things that yeah. That's that's fair. I mean, the hypocrisy. There's two parts to this. To me, one is it's a, it, the timing is pure deflection based on the pressure that the government's feeling, yeah. and and then the second part is it's just so hypocritical um, when you're when you're when you're doing these things under the guise of public safety. It's it's, and I had all this math. I had all the numbers of what, how much money they're going to give CBSA, of how much money they're going to give the RCMP to, to stop cross-border gun smuggling because over 90% of all gun crimes are, are, are you committed with the use of illegal firearms that are right. cross-border gun smuggled. Um, so I, I had this big list of numbers, but I don't like to use numbers. I hate fucking statistics because they're skewed mm -hmm. and always you know, a, a subjective to argument, which is fair. Mm-hmm. But I have a, a good friend of mine. Who, he's a member of the RCMP, long-serving member. I'm not going to name him because he's on his, he's he's releasing next year, and uh, he gave me some good information. He says, "Listen, it doesn't matter how much money you throw at it, which is not a lot compared to what it's going to cost for this buyback program. At the end of the mm -hmm. day, the RCMP has the same Manning problem, recruiting problem, and morale problem." that the Canadian forces has. So, so yeah. my, our, 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 our lens has been on the CF for the last, you know, the, pretty much this entire podcast. Um, and he says they have the same problems. It's about inclusion, diversity. It's not attracting the right people. Yeah. Um, they're, they're focusing on what they want versus what is needed. They need. Yeah. Right. They're not focusing on the type of people that want to be in the RCMP because it doesn't fit the demographic that they're, well, they're pandering. For. It's a pander. pander. It's yeah, exactly. It's a definite doing. pander. Yeah. So, no, it, it smells like that for sure. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, he gave me the number of, of, of members that are actively involved. And this basically goes from British Columbia to Saskatchewan to manage cross border gun smuggling. And it's a fucking joke. I'm not going to get into those details because mm -hmm. it's privileged information. So it's great to have a brand new building and all these great vehicles and lots of lots of tech. But if you have nobody, if you have no people, because nobody wants to be a cop anymore, um, it doesn't. It's it's fucking irrelevant. Yeah, you ever see so, North Korea when they put the 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 freshest produce in the window, but you go inside <laughs> the store and it's just a yeah. bunch of rotting fruit? Yeah, yeah, man. that's so exactly it, what it, we're we're looking at. It's, it's window so, dressing. So when when you come out with these new gun laws. And like I said, it's 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 two pronged. It's create this false sense of security amongst the Canadian population that these new gun laws will make you safer. Well, they won't. And and number two, the the timing feels like you're deflecting from your current problems. And the only people eating shit on this are people like me. Here's where I put my redneck camouflage Alberta boy short haircut hat on. <laughs> and uh, you're taking my guns, you know. And yeah. it's, it's like, and then I know Ryan, you and me talked about this, and this is a bit sensitive. If there's any indigenous indigenous people watching or listening, this is just a fact that these this Bill C twenty one does not apply to the indigenous population of the country, to First Nations. It doesn't because of, because on, on on the surface it doesn't, but they're, the they're obviously yeah they're going to they're going to offer recommendations to the band councils to and, and most of them are in lockstep with what the feds do when it comes to guns, which is you know usually would be uh, okay you know like the, we're working in partisan we're we're in unity and it, it's a handshake and a you know like this is what we're doing if you guys would like to please follow along. And nine times out of 10, depending on the, uh, like, as long as it's culturally, uh, appropriate that they, they band councils are usually great. They're like, no sure, problem. It, keep keep just, sending it, the check, it, <laughs> you know, but my, my point is it's one of those hypocrisy things where Trudeau was the first guy, quote unquote, you do not need an AR 15 to take down a deer. Yeah. And I agree That's, with that. He's right. No. He's right. Okay. But first I, of I all, okay. Let me, to take Chris, down a deer. Chris, one second. Not if you want to eat it. Listen. No. Okay. First of all, I'm going to fucking, 
I'm going to fucking shut both of you motherfuckers down right okay. now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen, guys, hear, yeah. me hear me out. First okay. of all, clearly, Mr. Trudeau has no idea what he's talking about. He's like, nobody needs an AR-15 to take down a deer. I'll be like, you know what, Mr. Prime Minister? You're absolutely fucking right, but clearly you have no idea what you're talking about because an AR-15 is a restricted uh, uh, a restricted uh, firearm, which means you are only allowed to shoot it on approved ranges. So even if, technically speaking, I'm a fucking sniper, from a ballistical standpoint, can you take down a deer with a 223 Remington or a 556 NATO? You absolutely can. However, in that, that rifle, with that rifle, are you allowed? You are absolutely not allowed because it is illegal. So the fact that he said it is absolutely fucking redundant. It, it, you're right, but it's a talking point, and 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 he's using he's using it's the political the, banter. It's bullshit. It is, but it, but you got to remember, and the same. And, and again, I'm gonna say this with a very light defense of the guy. Yeah, he's he's address he's not addressing you. He's addressing Margaret that lives next door, that's 70 years old, that watches the news and hears about AR-15s killing people. That's who he's talking to. Yes, but and yes, the thing they is are that his voter. How many how many people in Canada have been killed with AR-15? That's okay. So let me get let me touch on that because we've oh, covered this before. Oh. This is rhetoric, right? We've done this before. It's At true though. You no, know, you have a point. No, you're absolutely right though. It is. It's rhetoric and it's, he's, and it's he's, a he's talking. In, yeah. No, and and, no, and what's important? No rhetoric killed. Tell me the question, Morgan. Hang on. Zero people have ever been killed by AR-15 in this country. Zero. Correct. But what he, they do is you, you look at the timing of these bills is they import American problems into Canada. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And, 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 zero, and, 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 in, in, in keeping with the spirit of the, of the number zero, it's zero times that Justin Trudeau has ever spoken to us as adults and yeah, he never so does. That's that's and that's, yeah. that is a governance uh, uh, style and approach that he likes to, he likes to yeah. use. It's, 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 it's very, um, uh what what's the the word i'm looking for it's it's he's very parental but he's also it's also condescending in in it in very, a, in a very con it's condescending especially to people like you guys who when it hits your ear it hits your ear fucking really wrong the the average person is like yeah but we know the facts about ar-15s and you're using a a a a a brand name to to just try and ring some bells and like <laughs> make people open their eyes which Yes, it's a strategy. It does work when it comes to trying to gain or, or to, to gain some sort of uh, attention. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it didn't. You're right. And to, to to your point before that about ramming it through during during what's going on, you're absolutely right. If anything, this EA inquiry and all this bullshit that's going on with that is a, a, a blessing to the liberal government right now trying to jam these bills through, including Bill C-11. The censorship bill, the online censorship Which is bill, even right? even worse uh, than C21. Worse. Exactly. Right? See, so you so that goes back to smoke and because mirrors. Smoke yeah. and mirrors. The noise of C21. Yep. With C11. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Exactly. Exactly. Which is like, I, I agree. I agree with both of you. Like, I will I, I will say that, like, this is me because I'm I'm the right winger here. I think okay. that the, I think the United States of America is Probably one of the most fucked up countries in the world. However, I think that it, at the same time, it is the best country in the world because of their constitution and because of the First Amendment. Freedom yeah, of speech. Not, they're the only the people. <laughs> they're the only. They're the only people. The, it's the only country in the world that has it actually like enshrined in doctrine that freedom of speech is the be all and end all. Amendment number one. And of course, me being me, Amendment Number Two, Bing, is the right, you know, the right to have and bear arms. So God knows, I love the Second Amendment, but I think first and foremost, more important than the Second Amendment is the First Amendment. And I think that, like you said, I'm pissed about C21, but man, C11, that right there, that's the hill I'm willing to die on. Yeah, that because, one's that. Because, it's a because terrible what they're one. doing is absolute horseshit. Yeah. And and all it is all it is is to serve serve corporate entity. It's to serve corporate interest, uh, in, in lobbyists that donate to the party, and and it's it's blatant, and it's you'll notice who isn't complaining about it, any party because it's going to benefit all of them eventually. You know, so the only one that they can they can use C twenty one, Polyev can can go on and and use it as a a, a wedge issue. 
Trudeau uses it as a wedge issue. Like it, these guys don't ever talk about real things. They don't talk about things that actually matter. It's a, a game of, of volleyball back and forth all the time. And the problem is, is the real people like us who sit and watch and are affected by these stupid policies. And all it is, is just a game to get elected because we're going to get pissed off and we're going to vote for the other guy, or we're going to get pissed off or we're going to agree. And we're going to vote for that guy that it's, it's time and time again, the, the beauty and the fucking tragedy of a democracy and we're living it. But I mean, that that's actually, you're touching on a good point. Trudeau and his government are, are brilliant tacticians. I'll give them that because if you want to hide something that's significant, you make a bunch of noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a fucking Simpsons town hall meeting. <laughs> Bart's a vampire. Yeah, Bart's a vampire. Get him. Meanwhile, over here, monorail. <laughs> monorail. <laughs> that, that, that's what, what I see. And I sit back and watch the masses gravitate towards hype versus what is actually important that we're not paying attention to because most of us absorb media this way. Okay. Well, meaning me, I sit, I have my morning constitutional. Congratulations. <laughs> I flip through my news feed. I have the attention span of a squirrel. Thanks to the movement of information. And I just read the, I, I, I skim headlines. I'm guilty. I don't dig into the guts of a story. Right. Because it's fucking mind numbing. <clears throat> They're counting on that. They're counting on people out there to just skim stuff and like, hey, let's make a little noise over here. And over here, we're doing this and we'll slide that into the rug. And you won't even know what happened until it's done. Mm -hmm. And, and social media has done nothing but fuel that. And it's crazy now, like how, how easy it is for them to employ that tactic. And that's, what's so sad about it is here we are talking about one thing that is, again, I agree with you guys. It's C21 is, is bullshit and it's inconsequential. It's not going to do anything that is, it is intended to do. It's, it's a, it's a definitely, it's a buzzword filled smoke and mirror for the Canadian public. And that's all that it will do. It will not actually curb gun crime. It will not curb uh, gun deaths. It will not curb anything. It's no, it, like if we, if we put half of the attention and, and effort into actually shoring up our border and, and, and doing proper inspections on every single fucking thing that comes through them that we put into this stupid bill. We, what we would find would shock this country. And I'm not, whoa. I'm not talking just fucking whoa. guns. I'm whoa. not talking just whoa, whoa. guns. No, and you're in Ryan. Whoa, whoa, you're whoa, correct. Whoa. There's so much more. Ryan, you said you, you, you sound like a crazy right winger. I you know might be, you might be a bigoted <laughs> racist. I might be, I might be somebody that, uh, what was that Twitter thing that was going around? Uh, I'm a, a, a bigot, a misogynist. Yeah, all those things. <laughs> all you're, the you're, things. you're definitely yeah. what, what uh, you're, was it? You're, you're so you're so logical. You're definitely you're a crazy person. I Absolutely, mean, you're definitely a racist. I obviously hate gay people and black people. Obviously, now. that's right? obvious. You're 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 completely you know imbalanced. <laughs> you're a crazy no. person. No, that, I'm a centrist exactly. and I'm a realist, and that's all it is. And I've always been that way. And yes, I have. I'm a socialist when it comes to fucking human rights and 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 helping people. I'm a social liberal when it comes to that. I'm a staunch conservative when it comes to protecting me and my daughter. And I'm a staunch and my wife. If I forget her, I'm she, glad you she, add. I'll, her I'll need there. I'll need protection good. from her if I don't add her. Um, After the fact, yeah, my right. Wife. But if I don't, it, it, I just can't, uh, I can't, and, and fiscally, like I, I'm a, I'm a, I think we should help everybody, but I don't think we should give away the farm while we do it. So uh, if that makes me some sort of radical, I don't think so. I think it makes me a fence sitter. I'm a fence no, sitter and there's no party. That, absolutely. You, you know, there what, is no Ryan, party uh, that represents me now. I, you know, you know what? I, and I agree with you completely. Like, obviously like here, like I'm like the hardline right winger. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I agree a hundred percent with you. Like, um, you know, when it comes to my family, uh, you know, and to protect my family, I'm absolutely conservative. 
you know, fiscally, I'm conservative. Socially, yeah, I probably have a lot of liberal tendencies. It's yeah. one of those things. And uh, you guys, you're obviously, Ryan, you're probably familiar with Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, yeah. In the US. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris, I don't know if you're familiar. But anyway, she was a, no. you know, was well, she the governor of uh, Hawaii? She was a con- uh, she was congresswoman yeah. anyway. Yeah. Anyway, she anyway, I, I anyway, she was a congresswoman and she was <laughs> she's she is a democrat and it was about a month ago, 2 months ago she left the Democratic Party uh because she's like I don't like where things are headed. And then someone asked her, "Are you do you think you are going to, you know, run for the uh, you know, uh, well, I'm going to back it up a bit. Uh prior to, you know, Joe Biden being the uh, the leader of the Democrats, she right. actually, you know, threw her hat in the ring to try to be the leader of Democrats along with Bernie Sanders and a few others. Yeah. And um, like I said, two months ago, she left the Democratic Party. And people are like, are you, because the way she's talking, people are like, wow, she sounds a lot like a Republican. Are you going to run for the Republican Party? And she's like, no. She's like, I'm not no, a, I'm I'm out. a Democrat. She's like, I'm not a Republican. Yeah, she she uh, punched out. Yeah. And, and people yeah. are like, what are you? And she looked at the camera. She's like, I am an American. American. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm an American. And I was just like. God love you, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, no, brilliant. No kidding. And and and, and I disagree with Tulsi Gabbard on 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 a, on a, on a gamut of issues. But yeah. I agree with like where she stands. Like I hate, me and her I, will disagree on a lot of things, but I, I guarantee you we'll actually agree on more things than we disagree on. And the fact that she's willing to take a stand and 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 and, and not be partisan, I'm like like if she was like I could be like th- that's a woman that should be president of the United States. Yeah. Yeah, no, a centrist, yeah. somebody that and is cent- center. Is, and realistically, she's probably center left. She's probably more of a Democrat than a Republican, but I would isn't support that, her. Isn't that a thing? Um, like, I grew up centric. You you, 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 you you parallel your parents' politics a little bit, I guess. A little bit, yeah. Of course you do. West. Yeah, Growing up all West, I did. So I consider myself right center. But I, mm-hmm. I, I, I always respected some of the values, like NDP values. Jack Layton was, a, as we discussed. Yeah, you know, there's always little different pieces. I was, but now everything's so fucking polarized and divisive. It's, it's like I just, I can't get behind anybody because they've gone so far right or left. There's no center anymore. Yeah. So, you, you, you take a lady like that who, who just bows out because. She is centric and says, I don't want to fuck all to do with you on the right or you on the left. You're you're all that right. Being, that, that that being said right now, I I although I'm gonna throw it out there, agree or disagree with me. And believe me, I'm not a staunch conservative. I got have some libertarian views, some liberal views. Me too, you know, man. Yeah, but right now, I think more than ever, uh, I, I think right now the, the the party closest to center right now, or at least the leader closest to center right now, is probably uh, uh Pierre Poilievre. Like, I'm just saying. I want to hope I'm just so. Saying. I really do. I, 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 I don't. That. I don't. I don't like everything he says. But from a, a, at least from a fiscal point of view, I mean, right now with inflation the way it is, I'm you want to opt out of? Well, you want to opt out of it with crypto, like he told you to? Or I mean, I'm, I, I'm not. I, guess, I, 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 can, I can't speak to crypto because, because I'm not. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a crypto guy, so I, I can't even, like offer a, a really good opinion on it. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. I'm when it comes to uh, he's when, when you have Harper conservatives looking at him going, oh, oh, that, that should tell you something. Harper was a pretty fucking right wing guy. Yeah. When it especially when it came to to, to um, fiscal conservative uh, yeah. uh, standpoints, socially, he's pandered to he's pandered to the far right and that's that's a that's 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 a red flag for me um i would agree with you if you know what it's funny we all made fun of fucking archie bunker but i would have taken fucking aaron o'toole over pierre polyev any fucking day now see and and, and i think i I think ryan this is where you and i will disagree because now i think i mean (laughs) here's my right wing coming out i think uh, aaron o'toole was a fucking cuck I think he was just. I, I think he was a. I think he was a fucking punk bitch for the left. So uh, you know. Yeah. I, versus, I, I, you know, Pierre. Yeah. I, I, I think Pierre probably. I think he's much more. You know, I, I think he's much more fucking fiscally. You say that because he was actually right center, and everybody's fucking far right. So that anybody who's right center now gets attacked by the far right, going, "Oh, he's a bitch for the left." Like, well, is he? 
Okay, but here's 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 something else interesting. Now I'm not I, saying I, he I, was the best guy. No, no, but I I think uh, I, I mean like I said I'm not going to say I'm like you know 100 fucking Pierre, but I I think he's he's far better. At least like you know where he stands. I think uh, uh, Aaron O'Toole was a little bit too he was a little bit too wishy washy. Nobody really knew where he stood. So like the right the right didn't like him, the left didn't like him. So he's fucking useless. But now you look at a guy like look at a guy like Andrew guy. Shea. Andrew Shear. This is what I think. Like Andrew Shear, first of all, he, I mean, uh, he was in politics for a long time. He was mm -hmm. speaker of the house under Harper. Oh, and I'm going to say this for a while. Uh, you said there's a few like Harper conservatives that are looking at Pierre and are telling, but yeah. Harper himself, Harper himself has backed Pierre to say. Well, yeah, this he, is well, man. I think he has to to I to a certain degree. I'm talking within the last <laughs> week. When yeah, he fair, was, when fair he was enough. on there, I mean, Harper Harper has backed Pierre, but Harper did not. He he didn't back O'Toole the way he's backed Pierre, and he certainly didn't back Andrew Shear Shear the way yeah. he's backed Pierre. I no, can never and, take and Andrew Shear seriously because he looked like the twin of that actor from Superbad. What the fuck was that guy's name? <laughs> oh, Michael Sarah. You know what I'm talking about? Right? Uh, yes. Fair no. enough. But no, it's it's a Jonah and Hill. I, I, Jonah I told, Hill, man. Look I at understand. Jonah Hill and look at fucking Andrew Shear. They look like. They're twins. They do. Like, yeah, However, exactly. listen, listen to me. I never though. thought here, of that. Here, You're right. Interesting, interesting fact about Andrew Scheer. During that election, right, Andrew Scheer, he won the popular vote. I mean, I understand that the liberals had one more seats, but more, there were like the conservatives under Andrew Scheer had more people vote for them than liberals had had vote for them. I mean, he won. He won the popular vote. I mean, I watched all of the interviews. I watched all of the debates. Andrew Andrew Scheer was much more well spoken than Jagmeet Singh, than Elizabeth May, than uh, than Trudeau. However, yeah, he's a he's media, a more polished politician for sure. I, I don't even think he was. I, I think he was more personable personally. The thing is that the Which, the yeah. the uh, the media went after him. Everything they're like, you are. You're a, you're a, you're a Catholic. You're a Christian, and they fucking demonized him. And and he said openly, he's like, because especially let's say like the the the, the uh, pro life, pro choice. And he even said he was open and honest. He's like, yes. He goes personally. He's like, I am pro life. That being said, he goes, this is a dead issue. I'm not going to bring it up again. We've made our choice. We're going for it. I can separate my personal beliefs from you know from policy and politics. Can any well, of them know? He was crucified though? for being a Christian. Imagine, imagine and, if Jagmeet Singh had, a, if, if you look at the codified doctrine of Sikhism and he had been crucified for being a Sikh, it, it wouldn't have stood. But it is okay this day and age to absolutely crucify white Christians. It, it, it's, yeah. it's well, because totally white Christian nationalism is hey, a problem. On, hey, on. I need you guys to a tell real me which problem. one's which. I, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it really is. it's a perceived problem. It's bullshit. Morgan, take a value. I need okay. who's who. Who's who here? Who's who for what? Who's that? What? Who is that? That's Andrew, Andrew Shear. And who's that? <laughs> who's, who? who's who? And who's that? That's hilarious. That's Andrew that's, that's very, very well. That's, I never I'm noticed that Chris very well that. done. I never they noticed it either. Andrew That's Shear, fucking. I'll never God, see them God, the same God. ever again. No, <laughs> awesome. Andrew Shear, I saw like That's Jonah Hill. He was in Superbad. There's no fucking way I'm voting for this guy, man. Uh, That's, That's great. good. I like it. Oh, uh, right, is that it? Worry. Are we fucking done here? Did we solve we're, all the world's problems? We're day. We're five minutes. I, I think, think we've we, solved most of them. I think we I think so too. You know what? We agree. We like Jack Layton. Yeah, uh, let's, re let's recap I, tonight. No, no, hey, Chris, we, we agree Tulsi Gabbard was okay except okay. for Ukraine shit. But yes, we I'm, agree. I'm down, we were hey, with her. We don't. We, we agree. We, we respect the Jack Layton. Hey, Chris, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't agree that we like Jack Layton or we like Tulsi Gabbard, but we agreed that we respect them. That's fair. Okay, That's I like fair. that. Yeah. Big yeah. Let's stop. Let's get, let's take like out of this from now on. You yeah. know, if everybody well, would take like identity respect. politics out and just say what you what you agree with and what you disagree with rather than fucking putting a personality on it. I think we would all be in a little better place. And uh, I agree absolutely. with you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and I really think that, yeah, I agree with that. I respect those people. And yeah. I, and I do. Yeah. Um, can we also agree that bill, bill C 21 is smoke and mirrors and deflection and garbage? Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. So we're aligned on that. 
Um, fuck, I think we've um, met. Uh, uh, what about, hey, Chris, what about C11? Wait, are we allowed to talk bad about it, or are we going to get shut down? And we're going to get shut down. Algor- the, our algorithms are going to get fucked, and, and we'll never get. So, okay. I, I think we all agree on C eleven as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. C eleven, and we agree <laughs> that we'll never see Andrew Shear anything other than Jonah Hill's twin brother. <laughs> This, this show will never be seen other than like but, by four guys know, and none of it. It now feels like uh, uh, Lynn's reports coming up on Andrew Shear's next tactical bound in life. I would, uh, I would actually welcome a uh, a spot from uh, Fire for Effects host uh, I Army think, Chris um, uh, we to can do a pre-record, and uh, I can and I can definitely put it in the next Lynn's report. I because the, the hamster is picking up a little bit of speed, man. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, hey, uh, I, I just want to say, Ryan. Obviously, I, but prior to this, I had, I didn't know who you were at all, and I must say, I, I really enjoyed this. And Chris, this has been excellent. Same. Like, like here I am. This I'm the first time I've had well, the pleasure of having Ryan on. So I'm yeah, glad absolutely. you jumped like, in. Actually, like, thank you for letting him jump on. I really appreciate it. Oh, it was excellent. Like, and think about though, the, the perception is uh, this guy's the hardline right winger. You know, yeah. Ryan's the fucking communist. And commie. he's the left wing pinko commie we would make exactly. the counterbalance. I like pinko. 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 But, but real and and, and 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 Chris is like he's the uh he's the undecided guy. He's the he's the Chris is the bisexual. Um very yeah. bisexual. Very bisexual. Really, so everybody knows I'm pretty fucking right, but I I try to like create balance to the fucking force during my pod. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have I have some inside information. That I don't think has been ever been made public, and I have pictures that I'll actually maybe I'll bring it on the next pod. Oh, um, so I stayed. Back. I stayed at Army Chris's in Edmonton back on Labor Day weekend. It was a fantastic time. Beautiful fucking house. Great host. We had a blast. We uh, I was. Uh, have you ever been to the house yourself? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So so did he stay in the same room I did, Chris? By chance? No. Oh, no. no, no. I, don't, I don't live too far from Chris. He oh, down the road. okay. So, the so I'm in the guest room. Okay. So I have a clear view bathrooms in between. I can see into Chris's room. And, uh, he told me that it was for the dogs, but I know it was for the midget Jimmy. He's got steps on the end of the bed <laughs> for Jimmy to get up into bed with him. This, this and is not he said, untrue. no, it's for the dogs. I never saw any dogs. Just so you know, by the time I was there, he said, oh, they're Jimmy at my ex's house. Makes it up there. They're at my ex's house. I know that those steps were for Jimmy. So calling him a bisexual is probably pretty on like right fair. Na- nail. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. It's fair. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Thank hey, you, gentlemen. But hey, all, all I wanted to say, no, Chris, I just wanted to kind of like circle back around. Like fucking, I, I, I think right now we got a perfect demographic family. of Canadian society here. Like I said, we got our, we got our, you know, our, you're kind of center. I'm fucking center right. You know, we've got Ryan as center left, but realistically, we all want the same thing. And yeah. we agree on like 90% of things. Isn't that funny how I guarantee you 80% of this fucking country is the same way, but it's the other 20% that won't shut the fuck up. That's exactly. The I agree 100%, Ryan. Yeah. And, and Thank you, boys. That's exactly it. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. So. Yeah. And this is, this is it's been excellent. We should have Ryan on a little bit more often here, Chris. <laughs> Does he live I, I, does he I live east his, of you, Chris? Views it kind of, it kind of helps uh, bring things back a little bit. Yeah, he 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 lives east of you. Yeah, he lives over there. Yeah, east of you. I could tell by the accent. He lives. He's <laughs> way the fuck. He's from as east as you can get, man. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If I was any further Thank east, I, I was pretty much in Saskatchewan. You, here, you know? Be in the. I was gonna say you'd be in the fucking yeah, <laughs> right in the you ocean. Live, fuck if you live past Lloyd Minister to me, you're east. That's it. Yeah, much, yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Have a great night. Yeah, I want to thank around. you guys you for coming in. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Ladies and gentlemen, Morgan Warren, obviously. Ryan Lindley, host of the Sheeple Shepherd podcast and the Lynn's Report, which you can find on Spotify. It's a satirical approach to today's uh, current events. Uh, finally, having Ryan on was great. He's also co-host on uh, the Dean Blundell show, which you can listen to daily. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in. I'm sorry I didn't get to all your comments again. I still don't have a fucking producer, but I am working on that. Um, yeah, good show. I think I think we kind of hit what we wanted to. So what can we do? Fire for Effect Live and the Fire for Effect podcast brought to you by DeanBlundell.com. Go to DeanBlundell.com. 
for Canada's largest digital source of sports, news, media, and cool podcasts. You can find my shit on DeanMundell.com as well. Um, Positive Mike's Brewing Company. You can get the gear. You can't get the beer. Uh, Mike's supposed to bring me some beer over. I need to resupply. So I got to make sure his bottles are all washed out. Um, yeah, Positive Mike's Brewing Company. Mr. Hooper Inc. Bryce couldn't be with us tonight. He's uh, His daughter's in the hospital. She's recovering. So he's doing the apparently good thing and spending his time with her. If you need an alternative source to conventional medicine, check out Mr. Hooper Inc. Get hold of Bryce. You can get him on all his uh, social media platforms. And last but not least, my good friends at Lakeside Farmstead, Mr. Jeff Nona and his family banging out outstanding Wagyu cross beef just north of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and some amazing dairy products. Thanks, guys, for joining, and we will uh, we'll see you next week. Sorry, I'm trying to turn all this shit off. Till then, uh, get festivus, be safe.